This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Well, welcome to episode number 879 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And we have Good Neighbor Dr. Bob DiMaria, his company, The Drugless Doctors Naples. Dr. Bob, how are you doing? I am doing tremendous. Well, I love it. Well, you know, you, you stay away from drugs, and, and I'm not talking about the bad stuff, but even the good stuff, uh, not necessarily always beneficial. Uh, uh, yeah, certainly there's there's a time and a place, but love the name, and I love what you guys are doing, but our audience is not familiar with you all. So fill us in, the Drugless Doctors Naples. What are you guys doing? Well, I've been practicing in Cleveland, Ohio since 1978. And about seven years ago, I decided to start a practice here in Naples, more seasonal, excuse me, but I am here pretty much year round. And I had <laughs> patients not? that live in this Naples and Fort Myers area, and I try to find healthcare providers for them and it just wasn't working out. So I decided to start my own practice. And it's exactly what it says, drugless doctors. Our focus is helping people get well from the inside out. Novice, as simple novice. as that. You know, it's kind of interesting that, you know, all drugs, regardless, have some kind of side effect. Bingo. So our goal is to educate our patients, let them make wise choices. Even in aspirin, we have forms of anemia called the aspirin-induced anemia. So just because you're taking the quote-unquote St. Joseph baby aspirin does not mean it's the best for you. Yep. Yep. Wow. An important message to get out there, you know, we're, we're led to believe, and I know, hey, you know, there's all that fine print or the, the, the announcer on the TV commercials quickly going through all the things that you could die from uh, that, that occasionally happens. No big deal. Don't worry about it, public, you know, <laughs> but to your point, it, it, it doesn't have to, you know, kill us to, to make life in some cases miserable. Uh, uh, so um, body is a wonderful healing machine, right? If we just allow it to do its job. Uh, so what, tell us a little bit about your journey, Dr. Bob, and how you got into this. Well, I've been, um, back in 1970s when I decided to become, I have a, a chiropractic degree and a doctor of natural health degree. And I went to the guidance council office and there was a book there about chiropractic healthcare. I thought this sounds pretty intriguing. And I started out, as most chiropractors do, bone and joint type chiropractors. But in the late 80s, I was having people come in with some pretty intense challenges that I started to direct food and function. I'll give you an example, Charlie. Probably 90% of the patients that I see have left neck and mid-back pain. Left neck and mid-back pain. And I have a fellowship in spinal engineering. And I just learned listening. That's one of the things I really work at is listening to my patients and uh, the biggest cause of left neck and mid back pain is a pancreas referral because people in your audience alone, they, they eat too much sugar, sweet fruit, especially watermelon, pineapple. I'm not saying they're bad foods, but, but what I've learned from my experience <laughs> is that food can cause pain and food can take yep. away pain. Even the air quotes, so-called good foods, uh, but it's healthy, Doctor Bob. I'm sure you get that all the time, right? They don't realize well, the, the, yeah. the new term is "I'm eating clean," and I'm thinking, there okay, now what does e what does eating clean mean? Really, eating clean is 
you want to put food in your body that does not create inflammation. Yep. Because yep. it comes down, it all comes down to inflammation. So mm-hmm. what's interesting about the profession I'm in is we structurally work with the spine. I don't do tra- traditional osseous adjustments. I'm not saying if they're good or bad. I have special table, but we have films taken of our patient x-rays. And I've been really blessed. I'm an author of 11 books. And one of my books is on female hormones. And what we have found our average females about 37 to 43 years old, two kids. They're on an antidepressant. They've had the gallbladder out. They Mm -hmm. want to do a procedure to them called ablation. So going back to the chiropractic aspect, we take films of our patients. Your liver is supposed to stop on the lower right rib cage. Most people I see, and they've heard this term, fatty liver, and the best way to see a fatty liver is through a film. But back in 94, I started noticing that people had these little clips in their abdomen from when they had the gallbladder out. And so if you had your gallbladder out, that's not necessarily the best. You know, there's things you can do. But when we started having patients change their diet and Mm. function, you'll never believe, Charlie, their gallbladder clips moved up. And see, so what does that mean, Dr. Bob? That means that their liver went back to more of a normal position. Uh-huh. uh-huh. What, what is it? Like, like was, was the medical community like doing a two-for-one sale on gallbladder removals? I, I know so many people of the years that have had their gallbladder removed. And uh, uh, I, to, to your point, you know, there are other means. Again, this is not a knock against... You know, right. The, the wonderful things that doctors and, and the medical industry do for us. But it just seems like uh, and, and maybe it's just the people I hang around with, but it was just out of out of whack. I, I uh, it's, it's interesting you brought that up. Well, you know, I wrote a book on um, all of my book. It's called the Dr. Bob series. So I wrote a mm-hmm. book on Dr. Bob's Guide to Prevent Surgery. And I have a chapter in there on the gallbladder. So I released a book about two years ago called Dr. Bob's Drugless Guide to Mental Health. And I've been trained also in traditional Chinese medicine. I'm not an expert at it. I don't utilize it much in my practice, but you learn along the way. So in the book, I talk about emotions and organ function. Are you ready for this, Charlie? The lungs are associated with sadness. Hmm. The um, kidney is fear. The spleen is anxiety and worry. And the spleen is a part of the immune system, by the way. The gallbladder is bitterness. And the liver is anger. So I'm not saying your friends who have had their gallbladders out are bitter individuals. But a lot of people. So you have the emotional relationship. Then you have the food relationship. So, you know, we'll go back to medications have side effects. Well, your liver has to process, your liver has to process everything. Yeah. And Mm. when you have babies, especially ladies tend to have their gallbladders out more than men because of having babies. But, you know, that's just a small portion of, of what we do. So, you know, the audience listening to us right now might think, well, geez, so what's going on in my body? So a couple just thoughts that you can do. I think the most important thing for everybody is to be aware of what you're eating, avoid sugar, make sure you exercise. I, I encourage people, especially in Southwest Florida, to go and exercise at least an hour a day. You find something you like to do and you make sure you do that. Yeah. 
drink water yeah. and back off all the toxins you're putting in your body. Yeah. Yep. Those are simple yeah, you're right. tips. Yeah. Yeah. And it's simple, but powerful. I mean, I, I, I call it, you know, just be active, right? You know, hey, hey, for some people, exercise sounds like, you know, I'm being put in a, a prison, right? But yep. if you're just active, pick pick a bike, go for a walk, you know, whatever. It, it doesn't require torture. Uh, but man, the, the, uh, the, the benefits are, as you well know, uh, huge. Um, mis misconceptions, Dr. Bob, what, what comes to mind? You know, what do you, I'm sure you hear a lot. We could probably mind Lord between nutrition and, and health and exercise and all, but what's one of your top uh, one or two that, that you hear that you can educate our audience? Well, I really think a lot of people have a lot of misconceptions about chiropractic. Mm -hmm. Um, they get a little bit nervous because they think that they're going to be paralyzed, which, you know, I've been doing this for 45 years and I haven't lost one yet. That's a little bit of a joke, but serious. <laughs> right. I, I think that where a lot of people get mis misunderstanding, and this is a trick question, does gravity ever take a vacation? It does not. Gravity is continually and relentlessly pushing down on top of us. And so screen time, phones, people's heads are always forward. So I'm going to challenge everybody right now to start mm -hmm. looking at posture and you know, 99% of the people listening to me and you right now have some kind of a phone that could take a picture. So I have a friend, don't post it on the internet, take a picture of you front and then take a picture from standing at the side. Your ear should be above your shoulder. Well, most people's heads forward. The average head weighs 10 to 12 pounds. For every inch your head goes forward, it increases that weight of that head by um, 10 to 12 pounds again. So we have people that come in, have chronic neck pain, and just posture improvement. You can get an exercise ball and lay backwards. So people say, well, if you go to the chiropractor, why do you have to go back? And I'm thinking, well, did you brush your teeth today? Yes. You can brush them tomorrow? Well, of course I'm going to. And so the nervous system controls function. So in my practice, it's not about pain. It's about function. Your brain tells your body what to do. Yep. So we just help yep. improve that information. So overcoming that has been challenging. And I think that um, people are, you, you know, Charlie, I'll have people that it's three or four months out from a holiday, Christmas. It takes mm -hmm. some people months to get back into the routine. They'll say, hey, you know, I just never bounce back. And I'm thinking, you know, it's, it's like the springtime when we have a bounce back. And I think in our society today, we, you know, we just make, um, we justify everything that we do. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And, and so I empower people to make wise choices. This this whole thing mm -hmm. I told you about inflammation. So this is going to be really news to you and to most listening to us. We don't promote fruit. The only fruit we promote or I promote is a half an apple a day. And there's been studies of the American Heart Association. You could do a research in your favorite research engine and type in American Heart Association back in 2011 they released a report about fruit and fatty liver. The liver is the key. And yep. if you if your liver enlarges, as we talk about this in the spinal surgery book, it has to go somewhere. So if you have a large liver, you could have back pain, have back surgery, and it'd be a failed surgery because your liver doesn't have a place to go. Let me tell you something else about this gallbladder. This is always so cute. 
so back when I was in school and I did my traditional Chinese medicine, there is a point along the right knee called gallbladder point number 34. And don't ask mm -hmm. me where they ever come up with these numbers, okay? It's gallbladder point 34. Right knee pain is associated with the gallbladder meridian. I've had people have their knee replaced <laughs> and still have knee pain because it had yeah. nothing to do with the knee. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Wow. wow. So, so to back you up a little bit here for our listeners who are going, no fruit, why have I got that? Um, I've gone for months, months without fruit. Uh, and, and when I may, and, and as you well know, we, we don't have time to go into all the implications, certainly inflammation and blood sugar and yada, yada, yada. But, um, wow, what a difference it made. It wasn't just no fruit. It was sugar. And, you know, I'm just going to put, put the blanket statement over sugar. Um, what a difference it made in, in my energy, uh, my outlook on life, my mood and, and certainly pain, joint pain and all that that's caused by inflammation. So uh, I'm glad you brought that up. That's uh, well, there's a I'm lot. I'm not sure if anybody can it. see. I don't know if anybody can see, you know, this podcast, but I can tell by looking at you, you're not inflamed. And yeah. I mean, I could, it's so interesting. I, and everybody that's listening to us right now, we're going to give them, we're going to make this interactive as we can. Okay. We're going to yeah. do what we call, we're going to do the Dr. Bob squeeze the wrist test. So what I want everybody to do is I want you to squeeze your wrist. Mm -hmm. If you squeeze your wrist and you feel skin, but you don't feel bone, you're not proverbial fat. You're inflamed. Yeah. So I look at, I look at bodies and most people are inflamed. And the biggest reason yeah. for inflammation is they have some kind of food sensitivity in their body. So that's one of the tests that we do in our practice that we can check 130 foods. I've had people that were supposed to get their colon, part of their colon removed wow. and come to find out that um, it was a sensitivity. Very common is wheat, dairy, and eggs. Uh, so, so can I add to that? <laughs> I mean, of course you can. Uh, so at the same time, we made that switch. And by the way, I, I, this was to support our daughter. I was clueless why I was doing it. Other than I wanted to help our daughter who was diagnosed as a type one diabetic and sugar, as you know, the implications and right. weight gain and, and body pain and on and on and on. So um, uh, cut out wheat. So here was a guy that 12 years ago now, um, every six months I would get an allergy shot from my doctor and, <laughs> and only because he, he wouldn't do it more than every six months. And, and then I would live on Allegra um, uh, because the shot would only last about two months. And then I'd have that cold and then a sore throat. And I'm like, what is going on? So we made the switch. And um, about three or four days into it, I forgot to take the Allegra. And about two or three more days, I said to Barb, my wife, you know what? I don't have a cold. I, I, I Nothing. And I've had nothing, and, and this, again, going for months at times without fruit. Now, hey, if I want to have a piece of fruit, I'll have a piece of fruit. It's not like I'm depriving right. myself. Um, but agree. in the past, I would go out of my way to eat fruit because I thought, oh, my goodness, you know, you know what, what, what's it, what are they up to, 32 servings a day of fruit and vegetables that we eat? You know, it's like madness. Um, and, and, and so 12 years later, back to my energy, my mood, my health. I'm not inflamed. I don't have the joint pain that I had 12 years ago. And um, 
I've never had the sniffles since. Uh, so pretty amazing stuff. Uh, I have to congratulate, congratulate you on that journey. And it's only going to help in the long run. Let me share this yeah. one last thought with you. So they're starting to call Alzheimer's and dementia diabetes type three. Yep. So think yep. about what I just said. Your daughter may have type one, then the traditional is type two. So when I had someone come in and talk to me, because I listen to people, that's why I learn a lot. And she said to me, hey, have you heard of diabetes three? And I thought, no. Hmm. So I did what any other person would do. I went to my favorite search engine and I typed in. And that's when I, so what you and I are sharing is Alzheimer's and dementia. And I talk about this in my mental health book. It's inflammation. Yep. Yep. The difference is our brain doesn't feel it, right? We don't feel the pain. So right. we have no idea it's going on. Yeah. Right. Wow. I, it's, it's, so that's the biggest fear that brings most people into my practice. They don't want to be like their mom and their dad. Yeah. And, you know, my mom had Alzheimer's and dementia. And I was raised in the 1950s. So I'm a baby boomer, closer yeah. to 70 than I am 65. And my, we, we had a rooster cookie jar. I'm sure you had a cookie jar when you were a kid. Uh, yeah. And Absolutely. a sheet metal cake pan so we always had cake what was your what was your cookie jar you know what uh i was Did a teddy family bear. cookie jar yeah it was a teddy bear <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm thinking back to the, uh, the, the cookies that were in there but you know it had to be some yep. oreo oreos they didn't last long though they were gone in, in a matter of hours but <laughs> but that's how we that's how we were all programmed yeah yeah wow that's funny all right. Well, good stuff. Uh, how, how about outside of the business? What are you doing for fun? I attempt to ride my bike at least 100 miles a week. Wow. And I just enjoy sitting um, and chit-chatting with my wife, drinking organic coffee and taking walks and just hanging out here in Southwest Florida, enjoying the sun. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. How about when it comes to hardship life challenge, what comes to mind a period of time you were challenged, you got through it. Now looking back, you can say because of that, I'm better for it. I'm stronger. Well, you know, when I was first in practice, as I mentioned to you, chiropractic, this is 1978. Um, the medical model looked at us as a second rate citizen because, you know, the medical model. And over yeah. time, I think the medical model has failed to answer questions and so what happens is, is that most natural health care providers today have attracted people because people don't want drugs. So we overcame that stigma of not being a drug because there's a lot of people like we talked about, Charlie, if you want to take your meds, that's OK. But there's a wise group of people today that can get better on their own, let the body heal from the inside out. So what yep. goes wrong, comes wrong. And we are doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we need we need you and others that are you know, kind of sharing the same information. It's important. Uh, so, Dr. Bob, one thing you wish our listeners knew about the drug list doctors Naples, what would that be? The one thing is, is that I practice since 1978. The health and welfare of patients is my number one concern. I thoroughly enjoy being an investigator and having people drill down to the cause of their problems, helping them create a plan of wellness without medication. And no matter how much you've suffered over your lifetime, what I enjoy the most is helping solve your health puzzle. 
Yeah, love it. Love it. So for our listeners who want to learn more, want to get in touch, what's the best way for them to do so? You can call my personal cell phone, 239-227-9066, or visit, I'll say that again, 239-227-9066, or visit Drugless Doctors. We have an office in Ohio and Drugless Doctors, Florida. Well, terrific. Well, Dr. Bob, thank you for all you're doing and all the help uh, you're providing both Southwest Florida and Ohio. We wish you the best going forward there. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com or call us at 239-224-4105. still there or more importantly can you hear me yikes well at least we got it in i'll hang here for a minute or two Uh, worst case i can call you uh after my uh next few appointments if you can hear me and i'll go through what i need to go through with you